Hello there, I am Kuprin, and welcome to the Global Rollers. We are a bunch of geeks from all over the world playing Dungeons and Dragons. Why don't you walk alongside me in the Golden Vault? And we rejoin our uh, agents for the Golden Vault. They successfully completed their last mission and have spent um, two, three weeks uh, relaxing and taking care of some of their own personal business, waiting on the next mission to come in. Um, and we didn't get a chance to handle downtime outside of games, so I'm going to handle that now. Um, as far as Cuprin, I know that you were working with Sally to work on your unarmed combat. Am I correct? Yes. Cuprin... Uh, would have would have reached out to Sally during this this time, uh, especially at the end, as they fully returned. Would have pulled Sally aside or attempted to pull Sally aside to uh, for some for some training, for some 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 sparring, and for for Sally to play a bit of a mentor. Um, Cooperin isn't wasn't completely inept in the way of throwing a punch, but definitely honing that skill. Um, uh, kind of how Sally does is with the goal is the goal. I shall turn your body into a weapon. <laughs> um, are you also continuing your art lesson? Yes. So, um, anytime that Sally isn't available to, yeah, your your art lessons would be relatively scheduled. Uh, Yes. Yeah, because yeah, who you're training with is not just gonna let you just show up out of the blue whenever you like um, to get lessons. So, I would say you'll work Sally in around that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Sally, are you going to be doing your usual work um, outside of training? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, well, but at the same time, Sally okay. is going to be reaching out and um, making efforts to offer some self-defense tips to other people in the same line of work. Okay, so you're going to attempt to, like, set up a... a become an instructor on self-defense? Uh, to the general public or to no, your team? No. No, um, specifically people in the same line of work as Sally's night job. Ah, okay. And only to those people, and they will not be charged. Okay. Um, I would say initially, because you haven't done this yet, you're going to need to do some, uh, we'll call it carousing, to... (laughs) <laughs> network with the other local uh, ladies and gentlemen of uh, that particular line of work. Ladies, gentlemen, and other beings. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just use the uh, 
male and female, uh, yeah, of whatever species they happen to be. Um, so I would say you're probably going to have to spend maybe your, yeah, your three weeks because uh, to a certain extent, you are a competition um, Mm -hmm. for them. So you're going to need to spend some time like making friends, shall we say, and, uh, Potentially, I mean, it could be profitable. You might find um, your network might open up other job opportunities in that particular line of work. Maybe someone who's looking for uh, multiples, multiple partners, or a particular flavor, shall we say? Sally doesn't really do that. Um, But, you know, that's, that's... Totally up to you as to whether uh, any of that comes to fruition. But if you're going to be offering that to those particular people, you're going to have to get to know them and they're going to have to trust you enough. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And that's the wonderful part is that beating up Kuprin will be uh, letting them watch will be, oh, look, look at look at Sally training this bartender that we know. Okay. Um, well, that'll be up to Kuprin if he wants an audience. If Kuprin doesn't want an audience, then that's absolutely fine. Boundaries. If, if the if Sally were to approach Kuprin with this, Kuprin would would accept um, taking it more the notion of Sally. This would he doesn't want to uh, potentially lose the opportunity. So yeah, he'd he'd totally be down. Um, Kuprin is not shy in the least. So. Okay. So I know what the two of you are going to be doing. Um, I will say that this will eat into your work time, shall we say? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'll sort that out before the next session. Uh, we'll have a okay. conversation as to how many how many days uh, you could potentially have earned some money. Um, and it's between you and Cooperin if you're charging Cooperin anything or not, because nope. he is doing training. So that's that's between the two of you. It's no big deal. Ah, uh, so Ziri, yes. What are you exactly working on? Um. Well, as always, she's helping out with right. her master and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, he doesn't need to go on. every day, but um, you did level up. So are there, uh, did you want to discuss with him potential or have a conversation with your mentor regarding potential spells that um, might be useful in your current line of work that you don't have? things you might want to work toward um, for when you get your third level spells like in other words this would be this would be your work towards your two free third level spells when you hit fifth so like what are the two do you know the two third level spells that you're going to take as your freebies not at all I had not done okay I'd not Okay. Well, I would say that's that's one of the things that you could work with him on in that just as an as a not so much RP, but 
it is considered that the free ones that you get, um, each level actually, are ones you are working on in between, like that you're that you're perfecting or you're trying to come up with. It's not just, it's not like, oh, I've gained some more power. Oh, I suddenly know these two spells. No, it's it's you're kind of working out. This is you wanted to learn how to do this or that, and um, you start working toward that. So, like, you know, if you were doing arcane lock or something like that, you would start working on how how can I learn how to manipulate the locking mechanism on this uh, uh, door or, you know, whatever it happens to be, drawer, etc., uh, so that it's more robust, uh, in other words. So, uh, have a think about that, because I think I sent you all of the spells from their spell book. Um, yeah. Back with my ADHD brain, you said looking at level five, not her, not the two that she got this level, right? Yeah. No, okay. I'm, I'm talking about, because at each level you get two new spells for free. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ones so, that you would with so this would be this would be maybe the two that you're working on when you hit level four, like for these three weeks because at the end of this mission you're going to hit level four. So um, think about the two freebie spells you're wanting and th- those two you would work on, but then there are others because you did get some spell ink and you all are third level now, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, your report reward uh, would definitely include 300 golds worth of spell ink. Okay. So um, that, and if you want to work with uh, with your mentor on crafting spell ink, um, yeah, we can we can have a conversation about that. Because, yeah, (laughs) wizards are fueled by their spell ink. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Yeah, and she she would have been working with him, I know, totally unfruitfully on uh, those sigils and stuff like that and trying to understand how those cool things had worked in the casino. Um, Also, she's wondering if he knows if there's, any difference between doppelganger blood and changeling blood? Because she knows that he's worked with doppelganger blood on for magical items. Uh, while they are related, I would say similar to uh, humans and apes, they are two different species, so to speak. Uh, depending, particularly depending on where they've come from. Is it Uh, worth experimenting? Is it worth what? Experimenting with? Um, Potentially, depending on if you can convince someone to allow them to, uh, to allow you to experiment with their blood. Noted. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, just depending on what you're wanting to do with it. Uh, because, uh, yeah, some of the abilities are a little bit different. It depends on what you're like, if you're wanting to make like a potion of alter self or something like that, um, that, that I could, I could see where that could be useful, but they don't have exactly the same abilities, doppelgangers and changelings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Slightly different, but uh, and they look different in their natural form for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look totally different. So yeah, they are. Uh, if you're looking for a species that might offer blood that would potentially have a magical effect if uh, used appropriately in alchemical means which you could talk to your uh, mentor about that, then that's a possibility. But if you're asking if you can substitute flat out, like if a recipe calls for doppelganger blood or whatever, and you can substitute changeling, it may or may not work, just depending. Because they, yeah, just the look of the two creatures when they're in their natural forms is totally different. Okay. Yeah. Doppelgangers are like all blackish um, in color and all that, and while changelings are full white, so they're kind of opposite ends, so to speak. Is there anything else that you want to work on as far as uh, anything further that you want to investigate or learn or enhance or... Um, can you, well, yeah, I, I don't really know the limitations of this because we said previously that mostly her downtime was spent helping out the dude. So, well, uh, he's, it depends because he's not, he's not going to be going out every day to another world to gather stuff. There's going to be days that he's going to have to spend if he's working on alchemical stuff. You can't always leave that stuff just unattended um, depending on what what you're trying to make. Some of those things have to be closely watched and monitored so he can't like start something and then go off for several days and then come back and you know either the house has exploded or you know <laughs> or it's just not works you know it's yeah it's it's a delicate process so I would say there might be a few days in there where he's going to a specific place together. Something it could be because he's setting himself up as an alchemist uh, in the city. And so he has clients who might be looking for a particular potion, etc. And if he doesn't have what he needs in stock, then he's either got to source it locally if it's sourceable or take a trip to places that he knows of where he can get the uh, things that he needs. And he doesn't always take you along depending on what it is because you are not strong enough to potentially deal with some of the things that he might be uh, killing to gather what's needed. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, it would be very... Uh, situational as to whether he feels like it would be safe for you to go along 
or whether it would be um, too dangerous for you um, at your level of power. Okay. In that case, how much additional ink could she have made during that period? Um, I do believe we have we had we have something in the Discord about that. Do we not? I think we do have something about. Is it in house rules? I want to say there was something about spell ink. Where's that at? Where's that in downtime information? It's in downtime information. Okay. But I don't see anything about right and time and stuff like that. Um. Let me have a look at that over uh, outside of game time because I need to just kind of look at because uh, it's 25 gold pieces that you need or that you make at a time or something like that. I'll have to look in, and see like how much you're wanting to make uh, versus, you know, how long it might take to make it. Okay. Yeah, we can handle it another time. All good. Uh okay, so have a gander over some of those spells, etc., so that you kind of know some of the things. He would most definitely urge you to, uh, if you don't already have them, any ritual spells that he has in the levels that you can cast. Uh, he would definitely recommend those because they are, yeah, they're freebies. And can always be handy. So ritual spells are, yeah, always a good idea. Uh, that brings us to Priya. So you mentioned something to me earlier about what Priya was going to be working on. Yeah, it is going to buy a oh, bed right. and okay. a sofa. Sofa. I would say, okay, so... Uh, what level of luxury are you looking for in this bed and sofa? Top end stuff, top shelf. Top shelf stuff, like super. Well, super... Uh, you name me a place and I'll tell you. <laughs> um, I would say like, like noble level bed and no, sofa maybe not situation. Just kind of uh, really nice. Talking like a merchant. Like a, a merchant household, which is yeah, 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 a bit above. Um, I would say you could get the bed and the sofa for probably ten gold. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Each or both? No, I think you could get you could get them both. Oh, how much is the how much is the noble one then? Probably quite a bit more, like ten times more, because you're talking uh, no, like no, okay. four poster, car wood carving, all that, yeah, all that stuff. Not to mention the uh, the draperies and all that kind of stuff like that. So, nah, yeah. screw that. I'm, I'm picturing like those those big fancy four posters that you see in uh, gentry. Gentry houses. Yeah, I mean, if it had um, fabric and stuff like that, 
hanging on a four poster. I'd have to buy a washing machine as well, so <laughs> won't bother with that. Okay, uh, that was the the domestic side. The other side is uh, I'd like to work on my jewel crafting to get to expertise. Okay, and you already had you made that contact. Um, I'm already but, proficient in it, so um. That's three weeks of downtime, and it's I want to say it's twenty five gold a week on training. Is it not? Uh, yeah, so I'll double-check. Pretty sure it's 25 gold a week on training. So you're already proficient, so you're working toward expertise. So it's double the time that it takes to get proficiency to get expertise. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it'll take you longer. But that would be three weeks that you could have worked toward for 75 cool. gold. Cool, cool. And we'll have to figure out how long it would take you. We'll have to look at the downtime. Um, uh, we did it. We reduce it down to a daily cost. It's five gold per day because we were because our downtimes weren't in weeks before. Right. So we shifted. Right. It, yeah. Yeah. We shifted it because not every world is on a seven-day week. Yeah. Um, so it's five gold per day. So. Okay. Yeah. Was, so. Yeah, I would consider. Um, City of Glass is on a seven-day week. 105 gold. Your jeweler takes two days off. He's not working every day. So that's five days. So, again, it it would be 25 gold. Okay. Yeah, Forgotten Realms is a little bit different because they've got 10-day weeks. So They don't have weekends. (laughs) You have to work eight days a week and you only get... Yeah, you get fewer days off in the month. It's funny that everything is in uh, imperial, like foot and pounds, and uh, but they use the metric decimal days for the week. <laughs> I don't know. It's all screwy. That's one cent a week. And you, and I, I still need to work uh, out all of your contacts because, yeah, I believe it was eight contacts that you made your last time. And I will go in. You've got the fence, and you've got the jeweler, and there's uh, some others that we're going to throw in there. So probably mostly, um, I think you mostly did ca- carousing in like the uh, merchant and down. Merchant level of yeah. society and down. Yeah, you didn't do any new noble carousing. It's oh no, a no. bit expensive at the time. Okay, so uh, and I will get with Iris outside of game. Iris is uh, away at a convention this weekend, so we'll be missing her this week. But we'll consider that she's kind of along. Uh, for the mission, uh, as generally the first episode is a lot of expose, shall we say. Speaking of... I say farting about, but there you go. Potato, potato. (laughs) Uh, So, we're about at the end of that three weeks uh, when you get the familiar message from... Mira. Mira. 
you keep forgetting. I thought that's what it was, and I had to think twice. So yes, it's yeah, Mira. Um, to please come to the conference room. She'll call it, but you guys know that it's the room that's underneath her shop. I see. Scramble, chaps. <laughs> scramble, scramble, scramble. <laughs> So everybody uh, prepping and uh, coming along. Uh, I'm going to be five minutes late because I've got a snooze alarm now, so I'm having another five <laughs> minutes snooze. <laughs> Sally will take her time, pack her gear, get ready, and have you got the go bag? Yeah, that's kind of, I think that's something that you probably would have learned uh, from the last few missions that you probably want to have a go bag and to be prepped. We've got a go bag and a go hole. This is true. You do have the go hole uh, since uh, Ziri is uh, along. <laughs> I was working out. Um, uh, mechanical advantage on block and tackle, and how much you could lift using a, a, a movable rod. Oh, wow. Oh You'd still God. need to pull, if you were trying to lift 8,000 uh, pounds, which the um, rod can handle, you'd still need to put in an input a uh, 1,000. You'd still need to pull a 1,000 pounds. So. And a block of gold six foot long by uh, a foot uh, square uh, would weigh 8,000 pounds. Fucking hell, you're not finding a block of gold that big. <laughs> Just saying, if we do, oh, we'll, be able to, we'll be able to lift it. <laughs> God, I'm remembering those fucking adamantine doors. Oh, Jesus. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, there's no way we're going to get them out without a gas axe. <laughs> okay. Showing up. Uh, she actually has a uh, document ready for you this time mm, that she uh -oh. hands out. So let me put this in. And go to. Is this like a waiver in case we try to sue them? Uh, no. <laughs> but this will start the handouts. And she'll uh, state. As she uh, passes one of these out to each of you, our client is Vassal Talistrom. Um, he's on the world of Oerth in the town of Waltham. Uh, he's an arcane astronomer uh, by profession. And he has reported the theft of a book called the Celestial Codex. There are rituals within this book that are 
fairly dangerous uh, regarding the summoning of extraplanar entities. He is fairly certain it was stolen by a gentleman by the name of Markov Delphi. And giving Marcos the benefit of the doubt, it's believed he may be under the influence of one of these profane entities. Uh, Vassal did try to handle this locally with uh, some adventurers that he hired to try and reclaim the book. Uh, Unfortunately, they were unsuccessful, and uh, he did uh, hire a diviner, and they're fairly certain that those adventurers are dead. Therefore, there could be an element of uh, additional risk with this mission, so please keep that in mind. I am now Marcos is from a wealthy family uh from the city and you can ask him if it might be worth speaking to Marcos's family. They might have further information uh regarding the location where he is believed to be, which is um, a country mansion that the family has, that uh, my understanding from Vassal, it probably hasn't really been used by the family uh, in some time. So uh, he may be using it as some sort of research center. Uh Vassal has agreed with us that you will be retrieving it not for him, but for the Golden Vault, and we will secure this tome as uh, it... Well, the Golden Vault doesn't feel that it's wise for something uh, with this amount of danger attached to it to be... Relatively unsecured. Considering it's already been stolen once. Precisely. Don't store it near the egg, for God's sake. Oh, not to worry. The the egg has already been destroyed. Hurrah. I missed the omelette again. Mm, I doubt very much you would want an omelette from that egg. I I do believe it would have been rather distasteful. Now, uh, she pulls from her pocket the key that you're used to seeing and hands it once more to Sally, who has uh, proved to be a very good key keeper. All about the surface area. All right. (laughs) Hiding places on your body. Mm-hmm. Now, you will be uh, 
teleported into the town of Wantham and search out the Wantham Astrological Society. He is expecting your visit. Are you... Any questions? Any other details you think we should know? Well, when it comes to extraplanar, it can it can be a wide variety of potentials. However, if it's something dangerous, you could be talking far realms. You could be talking uh, the hells, uh, the abyss. It's hard to say us having never perused this book. Um, Vassal, from what he had uh, extrapolated uh, from what little he had looked at, he had determined that it was a dangerous book and felt that he had it cured, but obviously did not well enough. Um, I think he leaned toward the Far Realms. Which, quite honestly, is weird shit. You're telling me about it, that's one of the dirtiest parts of my dance card. Mm. So, be cautious. Yes? In terms of the influence of the entity through know if there's a suspicion that he might be like a practicing warlock or a more direct control? Uh, Vassal does not know if he indeed may have a pact uh, as far as uh, warlock powers. Um So I can't answer that question for you directly. However, if he has made contact and is being influenced, who knows what powers he might be manifesting that he might be getting from something extra planar. But whether a pact is involved or whether he is a Puppet, for lack of a better term? I cannot say. Understood. Potentially the family may be of more use in that line of questioning if they are amenable. So, best foot forward in that department. I wonder if we could, uh, if there's any sort of paraphernalia that we could uh, turn up to see if it is Uh, like a, yeah, Um, we'll see what the family says, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure what you mean by paraphernalia. Well, summoning uh, materials and things like that, if he's actually 
gone through with this. Yeah, um, a summoning from the celestial codex would it require materials, and would he have been able to purchase said materials or get a hold of them? Uh, that may give us a clue as to what he summoned. Potentially, I don't know if the family knows, but it's a good line of questioning. Would Vassal know? Well, I guess we'll ask him. I guess then we'll find out. <laughs> that sounds like a very good plan. I guess I'll speak to the elephant in the room. There was a group there was a group that was already commissioned to handle this by Vassal. They obviously did not succeed. Yes, there is a bigger threat, but and he looks around. What of us? What if this threat is larger than we assume? What would she what would we need to do? If you feel you're well out of your depth abort together use the key abort and we will reassess and potentially reassign that's actually very comforting I could see a worse where we're able to get our hands on the codex, but there's been entities summoned that are beyond our abilities, and we need to escape without handling the situation fully. Again, primary target is the codex. As far as Marcos Delphi, I don't know. Uh, Vassal is not uh, requesting us to uh, apprehend him or any such thing. As far as his family, that may be a question for them. If we did bring him here, what would happen to him? To Marcos? Uh, he would likely be uh, quarantined to see uh, what influence he may be under and if it is breakable. And treatment may be required. As for the deaths of the adventurers, we don't know how they died at this point, if it was by his hand, his order, or uh, other entities potentially within the Delphi mansion, uh, the country estate. We don't know. Uh, Vassal was only able to ascertain a fairly certain uh, response that they had perished.
I just want confirmation that we could leave if needed. By all means, if you are certain that this is over and above your capabilities, too dangerous, then yes. Exit will reassess and potentially reassign. Maybe sending you back, but with further backup. It will depend on what you find. There are a lot of unknowns at this point. So some of this could be fact-finding. But by all means, if you feel like you can handle it, whatever you find, um, then yes. Recovery of the book first. Depending on what the family wants, recovery of uh, Marcos. If he is savable. Your lives come first. If it is a choice between your lives or his, you are to pick yours. Understood? Of course. Crystal. All right. You've done well up to this point. You've come along in working together as a team. Uh, And I do believe that this mission will require less subterfuge. So... It's not a matter of uh, you not being seen or known or keeping a low profile, so to speak. It shouldn't be required. Um, As the mansion is well out in the country, there's uh, nothing else around. So you won't have to uh, disguise yourself. Quite so much. Oh, well, we're just getting good at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and just a for your information, there will be no pause after this mission. After this mission, you will go straight into training for the next. The next mission is going to require some extensive pre-prep. Oh, my. So I hope you enjoyed your few weeks off. Interesting. All right. I think I look forward to Sally. Tips a wink. Right. Now, um, yes, gather together, take the key, and it will take you to a, a local teleportation circle in Wombo.
All right. Off we go. Sally will hold the key out and gather everyone around her. Gather around, gather around. Grab a bit of Sally. <laughs> I mean, they don't technically have to grab. <laughs> but you just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. He's got broad shoulders. <laughs> None of us can read. <laughs> All right. So you teleport. teleport. Uh that familiar feeling of being kind of reduced and sucked through and reconstituted on the other side of the material plane for that matter. Um yeah. and you're inside or you're uh in a town. Uh there is, uh, instead of a town square, this town has a, uh, it does have a small square, but it does have this teleportation circle in the square. And it looks rather old, like it's been there for quite some time. Up oh, there's benches and trees. There's a, a small little green park area. Um, people are wandering about. Some take note of uh, your arrival. Uh, but this is the place where people uh, magically do come and go. It is um, looking up at the sky. It's probably uh, midday. Uh, very little shadow at the moment, so around noon. Um, streets are are relatively bustling. What do you want to do? There he waits for everyone to step off the circle and talk to Philip via illustration as usual. Oh, <laughs> takes an illustration. Okay, yeah. Um, Adding you to your book. <laughs> Wortham. Oh, Earth. <laughs> I should say Wantham. We need to find the mark. And then decide, after we listen to him, what we want to do about meeting with the others. Do we want to contact the family first, find the location first, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But where's this young lad? We're looking for the Wantham Astrological Society, if I'm not mistaken. So... Right. Um, one moment. And uh, guardsman, watchman, town crier, someone around. There are definitely guardsmen. Um, you can tell by... Uh, you've been in enough cities. You kind of know mm -hmm. what to look for as far as like um, tabards and... Uh, very similar armors, weapons, etc. You've been around enough. You can smell a city guard from a mile away. Um, We're going to turn the smile up to 1,100 lumens and <laughs> um, approach the nearest uh, guardsman and ask for the uh, Wampum Astrological Society. Of 
ma'am. Uh, and he'll give you instructions as to where to find it, with directions. It's not that far away. Um, uh, probably no more than a 15-minute walk. It's not directly in the center of town, um, but uh, approaching it, you do it, it does come into sight. It's a large building uh, with a large domed uh, roof over the main part of the structure. Uh, and you can see that uh, part of the roof is open. And there is a rather massive uh, end of a telescope that you can just see poking out. Um, is everybody in Albert at the moment? No, uh, yeah. Uh, no. But I will be in a moment. Zeri looks especially sparkly and excited to be seeing this place. Seems to have piqued her interest. Okay. Oh, where's the link again? In game night links. Oh, I, I was. Sake. I was looking for it in the pinned messages. It's, it's just the only two there. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Sally, Sally, Sally. Okay. So, approaching the building and um, asking, I do believe, for uh, Vessel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are escorted into a uh, large chamber uh, that has this domed roof and I will give you the scene as to kind of what you see. An orrery? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) You can see that, uh, yes, uh, using some sort of, uh, actually make make me, uh, if you're proficient, make me an arcana check. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Nope. Ziri. <laughs> Tell me what Ziri got. 18. 18. Uh, you recognize this is illusion magic. Um, and it is uh, something it seems to be projecting what you can ascertain probably the planets within the system that this planet called Earth exists in um, as a means of potentially the astronomers to track the Bodies um, to see where they are, and you are led uh, into the main chamber and up toward the telescope itself. And there is um, an individual uh, looking through the eyepiece at the moment, uh, but it is daytime, so there's only uh, a certain amount of things that can be seen. Obviously, nighttime is a better time, but it is a clear day, so they're taking advantage. Um, 
as they go theories like whispering everything about like delusions and how the planets work and all that kind of geekery stuff to the group as they go. <laughs> Cooper's doing embellished like look of excitement, though most of it is just flying right over their head. <laughs> um, Vassal is a human. So uh, the gentleman you are approaching appears to be middle-aged and the escort that brings you in kind of leans over and whispers to him and he nods. Oh, very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll, I'll take him from here. And uh, he walks off and you are left uh, relatively alone. There are a few individuals that uh, kind of come and go in here, but uh, you are relatively alone in the center room. Um, he introduced himself. I am Vessel Telestrom, and I, you are from the vault. Hmm. Charmed. Lovely big thing you have here. Oh, isn't it? It's our pride and joy. Took quite some time to construct. And she still needs some fine-tuning on occasion. He gives it a very loving pat. Are you interested in uh, astronomy? No. um, She seems to be about to wet herself, though. (laughs) Oh, very smart. Um, You should have gone before we left. How about we uh, first commence with uh, the introductions? So I know Um, what to call each of you. My name is Ziri Akitsu. Very nice to meet you, Ziri. And and he he takes uh, you off your hand. Uh, she'll give like a uh, like a small like hand to the chest bow. Okay. And he'll he'll bow his head in return. And he'll pass his eyes to the others, see if anyone else introduces themselves. Sally will wave vaguely in his direction. Sally. And uh, Cooper and... Right. Priya. Right. This is our friend Iris as well. Very nice to meet all of you. Um, I am assured by... uh, uh, our mutual friends that you're quite capable yeah yeah pretty much so what questions do you have I, I, I'm not certain what uh, information you've been given entirely so we sure know questions <laughs> would eliminate illuminate I think the most general questions we all have are can be divided into three categories. I know that we want to know 
if you have any specifics on what dangers the uh, item in question might pose, we would like to know the location of the manor house in question and possibly arrange an introduction to the family in question. Other than that, hopefully you can provide us with uh, regarding the last point, I have already been in touch with the family and uh, the matriarch, Tabitha, uh, would be interested in speaking to your group uh, before you embark. He sighs slightly and kind of looks down. I considered Marcus a friend, and I'm disturbed that I didn't notice his potential change. I, I'm i not certain if he was already under the influence of something or his curiosity got the better of him. Uh, he had wanted to further study the book before, and I gently discouraged. Um, but I guess it wasn't enough for him. And he could not resist taking the book. So I'm not certain if he took the book before being influenced by anything, or if he was already under the influence of something which encouraged him to steal the book. Uh, I cannot give a definitive answer to that. What is it exactly that makes you sure that he was influenced by something else rather than operating under his own interests? Well, he's always been a rather curious sort, and he's very much into uh, astronomy. Uh, and the stars, but he seemed to want to go further than uh, our own system. Uh, he was very much becoming interested in uh, extraplanar, what was even further out there. And I'm afraid that has led him into difficulties or down the wrong path tried to steer him in the correct direction but alas I was apparently unsuccessful as to the answer of the book I initial parts of the book are benign and discuss ideas and conjecture and theories uh, regarding certain parts of the outer planes. Um, there was some referencing to the Far Realms, but toward the back of the book, 
And I've always thought that there were two different authors, but I can't be certain of that. But the second half of the book, and I just skimmed these because once I figured out what it was, I did not want to delve deeply. It did seem to be some sort of ritualized summoning uh, to bring something outworld to hear or to the bearer's location. I didn't study it enough to tell if it summoned a specific individual or entity or whether it was a more generalized summoning. I just didn't feel comfortable. It just gave me a, I don't know, like an itching under the skin when I started looking into that and I didn't like it. So I stopped and secured it. But Marcus was intrigued. Well, we would have conversations uh, many times. And I unfortunately mentioned the book and some of the feelings I'd had about it. And it apparently sparked his interest. As to uh, the Delphi Mansion, it is outside of town, but it's not too terribly far. Um, There is uh, the main road heading east, which goes to the town of Big Rapids. A couple miles out, you should watch for a rough path that heads north uh, of the road. And there is a stone there with the word Delphi on it, which indicates that it is the road to the Delphi mansion that is there. Uh, still is a, a country house of theirs, but uh, my impression is that the family hasn't much in a while. Once you're on that path, it's about... Uh, if it's my information's maybe about three miles along that road. Hmm. So it's quite far. And following up on this, the others that you paid for or hired, the first group that you sent in. Yes, they were a uh, a group of adventurers. Uh, they were led by a woman named Elra Lionheart. I'm very sorry to say that I am fairly certain that they have perished. So this is not a... a task without risk. How long ago was this? Uh, about, let's see, about three weeks since I hired them and lost contact. Uh, They never reported back, and I checked um, a week ago, uh, paid to have it checked, and 
the diviner was fairly certain that they had perished. Mm. Did they have a um, a place of uh, oh gosh, what is the word? It's escaping me. Uh, a centralized place where they all met to discuss their plans. A planning room, uh, a place they were staying within an inn. Do they have uh, anything have like that? Do you know no idea? idea. No. Okay. Hired them to look into the manor and... <laughs> we're going to nick their whiteboard. <laughs> completely. All right. <laughs> well, I was one. Yes, I was wondering if there was maybe had something... Uh... Um, they had not... Uh, as far as I'm aware, they had not talked with the, uh, with the Delphi family. Um, this was before... I thought I was just sending them just to hopefully just retrieve the book. Um, I I did not anticipate that it would be extremely violent. Uh, There were four of them. Uh, So something is going on there, at least dangerous enough or in the vicinity. I'm not certain if they died at the mansion, or if there was maybe something in the wilderness that got them, I, I don't know. Um, Probably antics. Something you could find along yeah. the way. It is safest to assume that something happened to them at the mansion. If we How do did... not act. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering how you came in contact with them. And hired them initially. Oh, I just advertised um, at uh, some of the uh, local taverns. Okay. If we want to look into them a little bit more, we could probably look around the taverns then. Maybe they could have gotten influence as well. Unless your diviner knew specifically. They are no longer of the living. That was my uh, information. Okay. All right. So the deceased. Uh, we'll keep an eye out whenever we. Do you know if they made the same trek, or did they just hope for the best and start uh, the th- I gave them the same direction. Okay. So. We'll keep an eye out then to see if we can see any um. Sign all paths they might have taken. Uh, if they were apprehended off the road or if they made their way close enough to the manor. Gives us some foot tracks to look for. Indeed. If if it's if it's possible, I would appreciate no harm to come to mark us. However, I understand that your own survivals are most important to you. Um, a few bruises and potentially uh, a bloody nose or two is okay? Yes, yes. Uh, those will heal. You Do you have an interest or intent to um, uh, have him face any justice for the disappearance of these 
adventures and the theft of this book? Should we be arresting him? I think uh, my discussions with Tabitha, uh, if I can, if if the book can be recovered, um, it's going to depend on. Uh, it's going to de- going to depend on what you find. If he was instrumental in the deaths of those four that I hired, that puts a different complexity on things. Well, I'll say this. No matter how you spin it, he's potentially the source of this. Potentially. He is the root. Whether it be accidental or purposeful, keep a clear head that he was the one who did this. My only concern is that he may not have done this by his own will, if you understand me. Our organization may be able to help in breaking any such influence if we take him back with us. That's something that you would consider as beneficial to him? I would consider it. Um, It's probably something maybe to offer to the family. Okay. I imagine they will uh, want his return, um, whether they have plans to. Again, it's going to depend on what you find. Is he a willing participant? Is he... Is he under the influence of something that is has taken his will away? I don't know. And what can you talk about his abilities? Is he a practicing wizard or just a scholar? Um He's Mainly a scholar, um, very curious. He has a, a a very curious mind. Um, but I felt like, and his family is a uh, is as primarily scholars and academics. Um, and maybe some of his curiosity was in attempting to make his mark within his family. Uh, when you come from a family of uh, intellectuals, scholars, and academics, uh, you might feel like you need to propel yourself over and above their heights to make your mark. And this may have influenced his uh, studies or his Insatiable curiosity. And how did he steal this book in the first place? Pardon? How did he steal the the codex in the first place? I was too trusting. And uh, he saw where I kept the key 
to the cabinet? No special skills necessary, in other words. No. I I trusted and as I said, he he is a friend. He is a good friend. I consider him a good friend. So disappointing that this has happened. Uh, not just the loss of the book, but uh, the betrayal. Do you have any other questions? Uh, compensation. Uh, I do believe compensation is being handled through uh, your employer. <laughs> it wasn't just with our employer, so I assumed it was coming through you directly. <laughs> Ali is going to shoot a shoot a disapproving look at Cooper. <laughs> uh, no, I I am paying uh, your employers directly, and I assume they will uh, compensate you compensate you per your own agreement. Sure, if that's easy enough of an answer. Can I roll an insight? Uh, sure. <laughs> Great, an 11. I, I mean, he, yeah, from what you can tell, he's, yeah, he's being okay. up and up. You don't, yeah. you don't detect any, uh, any dissemination. Sally is going to actually like make sure that her mouth is out of sight and send a magical whisper to Cooperin. It's like, uh, before we all get mercenary urges, please remember we are going to a rich fucking family's unused manor house which will probably be filled with things that's all that, that's all she said okay um he kind of detects that yeah, there was a, a bit of a whisper uh, but he's being polite um but yeah, kind of giving Cooper a look askance. <laughs> really funny. Hey, we have not discussed any compensation with this. We, we, you know what? We'll take this telescope and we'll just hold on to it until the check is with the vault. <laughs> now, that's not going to fair in the portable hole. Your impression is that. The payment for this contract is between the Golden Vault and Vassal. There's nothing about payment arranged between the family and the vault. Don't worry. Cooper knows. Yeah. Cooper knows. 
So I just wanted to be clear on that, mm-hmm. that that's the information that you know as of right now. That Vassal is the client. That was clear on the on the briefing. Yeah. And you do you you do get compensated um, uh, through the vault. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, you get your monthly, but there's uh, which you all should have added your monthly. Okay, you said three weeks, and I wasn't sure. So yeah, go like, ahead and your go ahead and add your month. Okay, twenty. Uh, yeah, it's twenty gold right now. You're rich. <laughs> I've decided I'm going to do your um, salary increases in line with uh, like every four levels, like the uh, mm. ASIs. Makes it a little bit easier. Although, yes, I know there's certain classes that get ASIs on other levels too, but yeah, it's every four levels. <laughs> uh, I'll be able to get another bed in the sofa now. <laughs> <laughs> Sally's going to turn to the party and say, well, I believe we need to find our um, a place where we can make our discussion about what to do next. Do we want, we definitely need to speak with the family, gather whatever information we can about that manor house, and uh, I think we should also scout the area between here and the house without approaching it directly. What do you guys think about splitting up into two groups? One to speak with the family and the other to scout the area between the town and the home. Should that second group also do the tavern arrangements? Tavern amendments, what do you mean? Like us figuring out where we're going to stay and, and all that. I wouldn't mind trying to get this all done in a day or two, but... Uh... And I feel like the closer we are to the house, it would probably be better. Doing that trek each day just seems mm-hmm. tedious. So I think we need to... Camping! Yeah, prepare to camp under the stars. He'll be good. Sparkles, sleeping rough, never hurt anyone. Mm. Yeah, I was. I'm. I guess I'm still thinking about. I'm curious about that original group and their capabilities, and wouldn't mind seeing if any of those tavern folk might know anything about the party. And, you know, okay. just seeing what, what their capabilities. That could be. Yeah, whatever group is going to talk with the family you can also peruse the tavern as well. I mean, All right. Plenty of time, right? What time is it? Yes. Um, I'd say by now you're looking at probably closer to one o'clock. In the afternoon. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, give me between now and sundown to scout around between the city and the uh, house. And someone can come with me for safety's sake, of course, and the rest of you can do the chat with the family. And then at sundown, we all meet up in the tavern where the adventurers were hired. Uh, what do you think wait, of that? 
Cooper is going to pull a tooth out and is going to offer it to Ziri. Here, Stas, I'll, uh, Sally, I'll join you. All right. Uh, Ziri, in turn, will, instead of pulling out a tooth, she pulls out a cat. <laughs> and yeah. she becomes her familiar. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? Uh, softly. <laughs> uh, yeah, take my cat with you. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. Uh, Cooperin's gonna make one of those like uh, baby hammocks, you know, like the baby slings, and it's gonna kind of shift the cat a little bit. All right, uh, and it's gonna do it where the cat can look over his shoulder on his back. Is it comfortable? She basically got his claws stuck in your shoulder. <laughs> like, it's like Sally just watched. Yeah. Sally's just watching this. It's like, you could just let the cat walk. Yeah, we'll be moving faster. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> You've never walked with a cat, have you? <laughs> Yeah, this is Cooper's way of we'll, we'll have a secure means of having the cat around us at all times. No wandering. <laughs> all right, so... Siri, you're getting the impression you probably need to explain what this cat is at some point. <laughs> because Cooper has obviously no clue as to what this is. Nope. Sally's wondering where she was keeping the damn cat. <laughs> <laughs> popped out of nowhere. Okay. Where is she keeping her pussy? <laughs> well, this changeling, it can change. No, I'm just kidding. I was probably under Iris's skull. No, I know, I know. That's, there's a couple in the group, and they can change. But we'll get past that. Um, so, uh, so the three of you were... Iris. I'm going to send Iris with the, with the camping crew, because I'm not going to okay. deal with Iris talking to anybody, so... Okay. okay, so the uh so sparkles and uh oh God. Priya. Priya. I know, I was trying to remember what Sally's nickname for Priya was. Uh, oh sure. Oh, I don't think I I've remember. I don't think I've been assigned one yet. Well after that last uh disguise, um Trying very hard not to call you Kyle. Uh, so we'll just go with uh, Kylie. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just go with Priya. <laughs> okay. So from basically from what he stated, um, if you're walking at a quick pace, you know, like a like uh, on paved roads, etc., you can do like a mile in twenty minutes. But this is going to be a little bit longer. So I'd say doing the five miles, in, and particularly if you're kind of scouting around going slow. Hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, a couple hours at least to get there. We'll, we'll, at least another yeah. couple to get back. Just depending we'll, on. Yeah, we'll aim for just a couple hours on the trip out there just to make sure that we don't miss anything. Because okay. we're really, the goal really is that Sally's looking like she wants to narrow down is the danger that these adventurers faced in the mansion or on the like 
something to worry about on the way there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then also finding a good camping spot would be nice too. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and Cooper's keeping an eye on foot traffic for signs of groups of four um, with a, mm. potentially the lead being a more feminine sized foot. Um, and especially if there hasn't been a lot of traffic or a lot of uh, activity, like people going to the manor, it should be pretty obvious potentially of, uh, you know, tattered clothes, like someone get caught or something like that. He's just looking for signs of the other groups moving through here and potentially if any other people have traversed this recently as well. New people. Feminine sized foot. Sally weighs a 14 wide. Anyway. Still considered a feminine sized foot. 14 <laughs> wide combat boot. Talk to Sally. <laughs> oh, okay. So um, while you guys are on the road, um, and Ziri will instruct her uh, cats to basically be doing uh, procession checks via smell uh, through the whole time and to be out and possibly uh, claw at Cooper and if he's really not listening, if they think that. Are you that, explaining to yeah. Cooper and what this, what it will mean if the cat starts clawing at him? Yes. He's going to get pretty wet. Cooper cheeks your cat. Get off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if she nibbles on your ear, that means you're not listening to her. Okay. Have you got enough incense to summon another one after he's killed it? <laughs> Take it out of Cooper and finish. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all. Okay. Uh, all right, I'm going to handle the town group first. So, you can get to instructions from Vassal as to where the Delphi estate is located in town. And you Perfect. can uh, head there. Uh, this is you and Priya. And approaching. Uh, before before we leave, okay. where did you hire your adventurers from? Oh, he said that already. He advertised them at the local tavern. Which is called? Oh, there's a few. He put up notices at a few of them. Does he know yeah. which ones responded? Uh, God, we're going on a pub crawl now. This is excellent. Yeah. (laughs) We'll do the pub crawl later. (laughs) So we're going straight to the estate. As as far as he can tell you, as far as this adventuring group, they all looked like, you know, like uh, alcoholics. Guard types. Oh. Yeah. They were all, you know, they were all in armor and had uh, melee weapons. Okay. Pretty unequipped to deal with someone who had something things. Like, yes. 
Yes. Yeah. But the uh, yeah, uh, it wasn't thought that it was going to be as dangerous. Maybe. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Is her name Abitha or Tabitha? Tabitha. Yes. Oh man, I missed out on Sally getting to call her Mommy Tabby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's go meet Tabitha. All. all right. Indeed. Uh, heading to the estate, um, you make your way uh, up to the uh, relatively palatial house and uh, are greeted at the door by a you know, butler type uh, who takes your names and uh, your explanation as to why you're there. And he says, uh, please, yes. Uh, the mistress is expecting you. Okay. And leads you into a uh, a drawing room uh, that is uh, rather beautifully appointed, and there is a a woman. Look at that sofa. Just like mine. <laughs> Not quite. You got the merchant level. This is oh. like <laughs> this is this is furnished in like uh, uh, a silk brocade uh, type fabric. Yeah, but she is seated in the single chair. Uh, the, oh, she with the okay. wood scrolling. Um, but yeah, if you scroll it, you can see uh, what Tabitha looks like. She is an attractive. Uh, older woman, not elderly, but definitely uh, mid to late 40s. And um, she uh, welcomes you and uh, she says, oh, you make sure we have refreshments brought. And the gentleman, of course, ma'am. And he he heads off and she indicates uh, the sofas, uh, either one. Uh, please have a seat. I am Tabitha Delphi and uh, you are. My name is Siri Okisu. Um, Great to make your acquaintance, Siri. Priya, pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you as well. And I'm checking out that carpet because that's some weird shit going on there. I know it looks like a witch, doesn't it? Sorry, but I was I was looking for some set dressing to kind of give you guys some some you know some visual. Oh 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 oh! I see. There's a broom hanging up on the wall as well. I bet it's a bet it's a flying uh, flying broom. Um. But uh, this is more to give you an idea of the uh, quality, quality of mm-hmm. the uh, the room and the the lovely lacy curtains and yes, uh, 
plants inside and all that. Lovely little fire with the beautiful surround and pictures. Um, Man, we must have taken a while to get here because I think the sun's going down. (laughs) (laughs) Ignore that. (laughs) Holy shit. But, uh, so, my understanding is uh, you've been hired by Vassal to recover the book, uh, the Celestial Codex, I believe it was called. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. I am... Um, I am a mother who is very concerned for her son. It's understandable, but um, can you tell us a little more about him? He's very bright, very inquisitive. He'd love to study all kinds of things. Um... But he had a voracious appetite for knowledge. And that might not have been tempered as well as it should have been with wisdom as to appropriate knowledge. And we will have to take the blame for that. We should have taught him better. That some knowledge should not be pursued, if you understand me. Indeed. Um, How old is he, by the way? Oh, uh, he's only 23. Hard to temper curiosity at that age. Yes, and he was quite advanced uh, for his age. He was studying things um, well above the normal learning level of uh, a child when he was younger. Um, We were very proud of him. And, well, mistakes were made. Um, not to put this too indelicately, but did you notice any change in his demeanour? I mean, prior to the, prior to him getting this book, or? He'd become, um, on the one hand he seemed excited, and on the other he had become... A bit secretive. I was not as concerned at first, but as time went on, uh, it was a bit more. Well, a bit more worrying. And when did these changes seem to start? Oh, um, uh, probably, hmm, 
Hmm. Two or three months ago. Ooh. He became more reclusive. Um, he said he wanted to spend some time away from the city for the quiet, and he was going to go to our country estate. Um, he made uh, a couple trips in and out, but uh, I honestly didn't see him much over the last, uh, probably the last time he was actually home. It was a busy time on the social calendar. And I regret that uh, I didn't, I didn't pay as much attention as maybe I should. So he left for the manor how long ago? Oh, he'd been going uh, back and forth. Uh, ah, okay. For uh, of, a few weeks. Oh, but he hasn't been back now for a month. Are there any staff members or anything like that at the manor, or is it just him by himself? Uh, there are, there were a couple staff, uh, when we're not, um, when the full family isn't in residence, uh, it's, uh, the staff is skeletal. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not skeletons, but yes, the meaning of, there's few. <laughs> when if we go there, then uh, a lot of our personal staff goes with us. Mm, um, it doesn't make sense to. Uh, so those staff were places. basically just maintaining the. Yes, the building, maintaining the the grounds and uh, uh, the few rooms that were uh, open. Um, when we're not there, obviously the rooms are are closed up. You know, dust sheets, etc. Closing the shutters. And, um, are there any? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, that's fine, dear. Go ahead. Um, I was just wondering if there's any defenses there that we should be aware of that are in place while you're not in residence. Okay. Oh. No, we've uh, we've never had any uh, troubles along those lines. Um, it's off the beaten path, and it's uh, if we let it be known that valuables aren't really kept there, with the exception, you know, unless you're, uh, I mean, we don't have any expensive furnishings, paintings, that type thing uh, at the estate, the country estate. It's more of a, um, my husband liked to use it for uh, sometimes hunting, uh, time away from the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we've gotten older, it's we tend to spend most of our time in, in Wampum. We haven't used the uh, country state as much. Um, so Basil is 
concerned that your son may have been under the influence of some external uh, presence, uh, perhaps something that's dangerous that's taken over his mind. Um, and we're a little concerned that um, even without the codex, he could still be you know, dangerously trying to do something for this other being um, and may be responsible for the disappearance of another group of adventurers that had been previously hired to obtain the codex from him. Um, she looks... You catch that she looks a bit distressed um, regarding this. We we don't know for a fact if if he was or if something happened to them in the wilderness. You mentioned your husband goes hunting. You know, maybe they came across a bear or something. But um, Vassal, as our client, is really only concerned about the the codex and his access not to hurt his friend. Um, but we're wondering what your thoughts are in terms of you know. You know, possibly arresting Marcus and holding him to justice for the, the adventurers if he was responsible for their deaths. Um, she, yeah, her her eyes widened slightly. Oh, um, that is something that will need to be looked into. Uh. Very distressing. I. There could be diminished responsibility, though, if he's been possessed or taken over. The boy I raised would not have murdered. But as you say, he could be under the influence of something and not in his right mind. I, I mm. want my son back. I want him home safe and away from whatever this is and this damned book. Well, I'm thinking that you are wealthy enough to have connections and means that if this is, in fact, he is under the influence of something, then do you have the means to break that connection or... Is that something that our organization might be able to assist with? Can your organization handle such uh, a thing? Uh, perhaps. No guarantee, but better than a simple arrest of someone who might not have been in control of his own actions. I don't know. We're not from around here. Local, you know. What they would do. I'm not certain. Uh, I would likely approach the local clerics first to see if there's anything that could be done. But if there's something extra that would need to be done, if your organization can offer advice or treatment, um, money is no object. We want our son 
home and healthy. I understand if he is not in his right mind and being controlled and you're forced to you're forced to end his life. And she sniffles and she takes out a a handkerchief and, and dabs at her eyes. Please bring his body back. Of course. And we'll do everything. We'll bring him him back. We'll bring him back. I I hope it doesn't come to that. We'll do our best, ma'am. Is it just the, the two of you? I was under the impression that there was to be more in your team. Oh no, our our uh compatriots are uh doing some scouting of their own. Well if it is any uh, if it is any motivation for you and your individuals uh, that work with you the family is prepared to pay you 500 gold for the recovery of the book and an additional let me do the calculations on this 750 gold if you can bring my son home Preferably alive, but we will deal with it if he is not. Thank you so much, Lady Delphi. That is very generous of you. Generosity has nothing to do with it. He is my son. Of course. Um, Let me back. Does uh, he'll have? Um, he stays here. He stayed here, I should say. When he, uh, before he headed off into the country manor, he, he has a room here. Yes. Did he keep a diary or anything like that? Well, I am a concerned mother. I searched his room when this came about, and there are. Many of his things, uh, his, his books and writings and so forth that are, are missing. He uh, okay. took quite a bit with him, apparently. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Oh, on that note, did, did his studies, um, like, was he a studying wizard or did he have any arcane in- inclinations that you're aware of? He studied quite a few things. He looked into several things. Um, Anything in that He was cult? looking into magics that worked along astrological lines. I'm not as 
learned in this area. I'm not exactly sure. Um, he only spoke of it vaguely, um, that he was looking into these things. He's, like I said, he's very curious. He was, uh, felt a belief that he had learned everything he could about our own world and was mm-hmm. looking further. As I said, knowledge is powerful, but it must be tempered with wisdom to know when you should leave the knowledge be. Indeed. It is a lesson I think he's going to learn a very hard way. And she kind of she kind of pauses and like stares off toward the carpet for a few moments. It could be that we may have to remove them from this world temporarily. Um, our organization has said that uh, that's a possibility, but obviously it'll depend on what we find. Our offer, the family's offer of the reward stands. If it means, If it means taking him somewhere where he can get treatment, if he is indeed under the influence of something other and not in his right mind, yeah, it may I take. would be grateful to be contacted by your organization if that's the case so that we can assist if we can, visit him if we, if we can. Absolutely. I'm sure... I'm sure we can make arrangements. And we'll try to keep you in the loop as, as soon as we know anything. I very much appreciate that. Both he and his father. He is our only child. Is there anyone else that might have additional insight that you might be aware of? Would would his father know anything else, do you think? No, he and I have discussed it, and uh, he's he's busy with the, uh, the family businesses and dealings and assets. Etc. She kind of waves her hand around. This does not without responsibility uh, to maintain. We are not a family that sits back and rests upon our laurels. My husband works to maintain family fortune. So he has probably had less contact with Marcos 
uh, in the last several months than I have. But he is his father and is as concerned, particularly as he is our only, and we had hoped he will learn to handle the family of origin. I'm sure this experience will grant him a lot of that wisdom that he needs. I only pray. Is there anything more I can give to you? Tell you? Do you have any further questions? Well, I can't think of anything at the moment. I think I think we're good then. Thank you so much for your time and the information about working. If you can succeed, then oh, and can you let me know what happened? to those other those people that were hired of course if there's anything that if it is the fault of my son then we will do what we can to rectify to maintain the family's honor I'm sure their families would be very much appreciated, man. Well, I look forward to hearing from you. Okay, we'll uh, head off now then. Um, Our colleagues are actually looking into uh, what may have happened to those people at the moment. So Excellent. we will we will keep you informed. All right. So by the time you leave here, it's probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. This is great coming for a 13-year-old, isn't it? <laughs> she must be so yeah. reassured. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're an interesting group, but Ziri's interesting as well because Ziri, Ziri looks fairly different to... Um, yeah. You, I didn't have you are an exotic-looking group, <laughs> to put it <Yeah>. nicely. <laughs> um, okay, let's hoof it then. Yeah. Okay, so are you guys going to try and head out to? Are you are you guys staying in town? Or are you guys going to try and meet up with? We wanted to. Well, we can meet up with the other two because they're probably crashing through the underbrush at the moment, so they should be easy enough to track. Well, we, we wanted to. Go no, we got to, like, to go. To the taverns. So there's, there's uh, there's a taverns. Yeah. Are we going to uh, look for uh, accommodations as as well? Yeah. Well, I mean, those can be done at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's a tavern and see if we end up with accommodations or camp out. Somebody wants. So, you guys are going to um, 
I'll quickly say that uh, going around the local tavern, um, the the group that was hired, uh, from what you can tell, weren't from here. Mm. They may have, you know, been traveling through town and were looking for work and pulled the notice. Um, so they aren't known really by uh, oh. any of the local taverns. Okay, so they didn't have a room that's been left unoccupied and stuff left behind. And all that kind no. Of stuff. no. Okay. No. They didn't get in. They didn't get into a brawl and managed to knock out <laughs> half of the. No. Half the town. No. Um, so that would probably have taken a, a bit longer for you to kind of traipse around town, etc., and do that. So, so let's go. <laughs> yeah, itinerant mercenaries who'd come into town looking for work, probably to fund fund themselves uh, on their continuing adventures, so to speak. Um, let's take our break there and when we come back we'll see what cooper and sally are up to Uh uh-oh welcome back after the break we will now shift our focus over to cooper sally and iris who are making their way into the uh, out outside of town following the road um, I'll let you tell me how, which way you're going. You were given directions, but I don't want to assume that you're going to follow. Uh, what do you think? Should we uh, see if catching the trail of those sorry for adventurers first? Yes, let's... Um... There. At the very least, we can make our way. Yeah, we can make our way to the stone. Well, I guess that's what we'll do. We'll try and we'll follow the route directions we were given and look for trying to find the path that the adventurers would have taken. You follow along the road, and as stated, you do eventually see a uh, a less traveled road uh, heading north off the main and there is a stone there um, that has like where a stonemason has carved into the stone the name Delphi which is your indication that this is the road that will lead to the Delphi country mansion First and foremost, going to take some time around here to look about um, any foot traffic, uh, more recent indications of people moving through here. Um, make me a survival check. He's going to be high because it has been 
a while since they came through here. There's been yeah. weather, etc. Sally will assist, but Sally is not going to try and roll that herself. Okay. I'll uh, go ahead and roll it. 30-20. Okay. Um, DC was hired. This also it. will be, sorry, this will also be looking for not just the people before, but if anybody else has uh, made their way. Um, is is Markosh working alone? That's another point. Mm. Is this dude doing it all by himself, or have there been others? The road does not appear to indicate recent traffic that you can detect. All right. Um, well, nothing here, so let's move forward. Boy, oh boy. Why not? Take to the woods? Are you take to the woods? Are you looking to continue down this path? Oh, I'm not sure which is a better idea. Let's uh, let's just take the path here and yeah. keep a keep an eye out. I'll be totally honest. I'm reasonably confident that whatever. Oh, befell those who came before us probably happened closer to the mansion. Agreed. I do agree. Especially if this individual is managing to Marcus is managing to uh, succeed. Mm, yeah. A fortunate thing could be that he isn't uh, arcanely inclined, as a vassal mentioned that he was just a scholar. So that uh, that may be beneficial. You can't uh, practice magic if you haven't ever practiced magic, you know. Well, true, but if someone loads a crossbow. Does it matter if the person holding it has never fired one before? Matters where it hits. Yeah. Uh, that might be the issue here. The right. bolts might have, and we can be walking and talking as we're doing. Yeah, this, we're just we're there. walking. We're just having a casual conversation while we stroll up to this man. Just like, I was keep your eye out behind us, please. Thank you. Yeah, there we go. There we go. No, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, Sally will definitely be trying to keep a weather eye out as they go, looking for anything weird. Cooper will be doing the same for any any suspicious movements, especially the closer they get. He's going to be focusing more also on the. Sounds of nature. Okay. He's acutely aware that if things, nature is going to be more aware of bad shit as opposed to. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I will say where you are right now. 
it's twittering uh yeah your mm-hmm. basic um wilderness sounds that that you're okay. used to hearing there's no like sudden silence or anything like that okay that's a good sign is your plan to go far enough to get the mansion in sight at least at first yeah okay. like at, at at least get a get an eye on it all right well as you travel along um when you're you think maybe about a mile from the mansion uh, you're not seeing it yet um you're a bit startled a bodiless head uh manifests on top of a uh, a tree stump and i will give you a i'll put it in the handouts so you can see it i'll put it in this same post do 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 do, do. Okay. Uh, why didn't it come up? Uh, huh. Okay. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um yes, there is the head of a female. And the sunlight shines down on the the tree stump uh and this disembodied head of this human woman. And it's um the voice is a bit wavery. My name is Elra Lionheart. My companions and I died trying to retrieve the Celestial Codex. Heed my words, lest you too fall prey to the dangers of Delphi Mansion. Marcus is using the book to conjure an otherworldly being, not meant to exist in this world. Meanwhile, his purple-robed cultists busy themselves with eldritch experiments. Beware creatures that look like puddles of eyes and mouths. Uh, Beware the thing that has hooks for hands. And beware the mansion itself, for it transforms weirdly. Most of all, stop Marcos before it's too late. My companions and I had a camp on a bluff due south of the mansion. If you go there first, you'll find a backpack consisting and containing a map of the mansion and some notes. These might help you plan your approach. Best of luck. And the head fades. What the actual fuck? That was pretty weird, right? That was weird. Not usual. Does it happen often to you? No. Iris shakes her head. No. Um. Okay. Uh. What the fuck? 
Okay, um, just do you think do you, it definitely wasn't a warning or sorry, definitely wasn't something from the house, right? Or maybe it was. Uh, okay, stop because we're all freaking out because mm-hmm. a head appeared and talked to us. So two possibilities. One, the leader of the adventurers, this was a a woman, correct? This was the person who... Yeah, that was... His head just said they were. Right. Yeah. So I don't pay attention to names. Um, It's all right, I do. Yeah. So either she was a... Was she a wizard? Did they say she was a wizard? Anyway, we don't know what she was. Left a message for us with her head. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, or, okay. Wait. She did mention. She mentioned her camp, right? Let's go check out the camp south of the mansion. We'll go to the camp. A bluff. Along a, a bluff. Yes. We'll we'll do that. We'll go find the bluff. <laughs> we'll try to. Okay. Looking for the bluff. Yeah. Okay. So, traveling on, um, you do eventually see what you think is the bluff and make me a perception check. Anybody that wants to. I'll make one for Lockheed. Will. For Iris. Bam. 22. 11. 8. <laughs> uh, notices it. Maybe it's because he's a little bit more familiar with more um, bucolic uh, settings. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you do spot uh, the tops of some tents up on the bluff. Uh, quietly. Uh, Sally's going to attempt to sneak up just in case someone else found that campsite. Because the severed head didn't say anything about tents. Mm -mm. Just said you'll find a backpack there. A camp with, yeah, a camp with backpacks. Uh, Cooper will do the same, but it But, yeah. But it's going to cast, or is going to put Vigilant Blessing on Sally. So you get advantage on your next initiative roll for, oh. until I use the feature again. Okay. All right. All right, map yeah. has changed. So I'll let you put yourself on the map. Oh, no. Oh, I guess I should put... Clear uh, characters. I need to put... Uh, Which way would be coming from? Sorry. Uh, you'd be coming from the east, the right. Okay. Oh, good. Iris is the first one I pulled. Wow, these guys are pros. There's four of them and there's four tents. None of this sharing crap. Oh, for crying <laughs> out loud. I'm going to share a two-person tent. Uh, 
like trying to share like a do different size bed. No, thank do you. Do you need me to put Sally on? Me and my no, butt at her. Okay. Just gotta close that up. There we go. There you go. Okay. All right. And yeah, what you see is a. Uh, from up on the bluff, you can just make out the. What appears to be the front of the mansion. I like this um, way. Yes. Yeah. North. Okay. There is some foliage and so forth, but you can you can make it out from here. So you know you're you know you're not that far. Sally will start heading towards the campsite. Like uh, as they yeah as they're moving oh. forward, Cooper and Will through the tooth just mm-hmm. let yeah. Ziri know we've uncovered a campsite. We're investigating it. That's it. And then we'll just kind of slowly but surely make our way. (laughs) (laughs) Taking close to the edges, yeah. Oh, crap. I can't grab my wrist. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'm going to give you ownership of iris so you can move her around right and then uh Uh, uh, yep now you can move her now when we get to the campsite sally will start searching around looking for signs of life signs of danger okay uh make me um perception checks all right better than 11 better than 11 11 again. Lost myself. Recard myself. The exact 22. Same as last time. <laughs> yeah, me too. 22. Okay. Um, I will say <sighs> you're you're hearing some rustling from inside some of the tents. Well, whispered through the ear cuff. <laughs> How do we want to do this? Well, we're here, and it's going to take too long to wait for the others to, I think. Let's just try it. See what happens. Uh, all alive. Are you trying to be? Wait. Are you guys trying to be quiet, etc.? Doing this? Yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah. This is all Yeah. Make me um stealth check. Stealth checks. Okay. Ooh. Ah. Uh, wait. Twenty-five. Ten. Twenty-four iris. Okay. Ten. All right. Um. I'm going to say rolling his shifts because, yeah, they heard Sally. 
Uh, let me make Probably sure I've got the encounter ready. Okay. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh, hang on. I need to. Uh, I need to fix something really quick on this. Okay. Because I've got you not set up correctly. Da, 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 manage characters. I need to. Because you weren't level three when I first set this up, so. Hmm. And just. Me as a DM, whenever I reset it up, I always add one more if y'all level up. One more. <laughs> I just did like I did I did a uh, level three group because I knew you were gonna be level three, but your characters aren't level three yet. Uh, no, she oh, is there. Okay, hey, now cool. We're so now we're good. level three, yeah, so it there. added six fiendish hyenas. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> fiendish hyenas. Ooh. Stop. Don't get any ideas. That's for my no campaign. campaign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All gnolls. All gnolls. All the time. Okay. Now I'm ready for initiative from the three of you. Okay. That's a seven. Nineteen. Oh, I wonder why it's not coming through. Hmm. Oh, because we rolled beforehand. You want to roll again? Um, no, we'll take it. Uh, what did you get, Sally? Seventeen. Seventeen. With and advantage, Cuprin? two fourteens. <laughs> uh, nineteen. Okay. And let me check and see what. Iris got, because I haven't rolled hers yet, so hers should populate correctly. And it did. And she got a four. <laughs> I'll put that in a... Uh, it's okay. Yeah, the uh, your initiative stuff should be there, so... Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, first up is Kuprin. We heard rustling coming from from all the tents, or was it like this one closest? Okay. You didn't hear anything from the one that's closest to you, but you think you heard it. it, it you're not sure precisely if there's something in all three of the ones that are over there. One or two. It was a little bit hard to detect, and and you were behind this tent over here. Definitely something from the tent here, because that's the one you can you can kind of see and is closest to you. But yeah, there's a little bit more. But when uh, Sally may have stepped on, I don't know, a stick or something. Yeah, the rustling stopped suddenly, and. Yeah, that's this one I'm having you roll initiative. So clear side, yeah, clear side of that. All right, uh, Cooperin is going to the Cooperin's going to move here, uh, kind of like pressed up against the tent and grab a hold of the vial of pearls within the water, and it glows for a moment before um, the light in a thirty foot radius goes dim. As they do their Channel Divinity Twilight Sanctuary. Um, okay. So I'll mark that off. Um, so just for you to reference, it's a 30-foot radius sphere 
that's centered on me, uh, and it is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with me. It lasts for a minute or until I lose con- or until I'm incapacitated or die. Um, whenever a creature, including myself, ends its turn in the sphere, I can grant that creature some temporary hit points or um, remove the. How big is the sphere? Thirty foot radius. A thirty-foot so radius big. sphere. Okay. It's a big sphere. It's a big, big old, big old sphere. Sphere. Okay. Um, and it causes dim light. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna do this. Make it split transparent. Let's see if this works. Okay, so uh, thirty foot radius. Yes, yeah, thirty foot radius. Okay, let me attach it to you. You. Uh, attach to. So it should now move with you. I'm just going to check that really quick. Yep. And yeah. And it's because it's a drawing. It's underneath the the other two characters, so you can still move those. All right. As I end my turn, I will give myself uh, D6. Sally, why are you moving it? I didn't intend to move it. <laughs> I will I lock it. <laughs> six plus two for myself for some. There you go. Now you shouldn't be able to move it. I got four temp four temporary hit points to Cooperin. Okay. And that will be my turn. Okay, so dim light means that people have disadvantage unless they've got dark vision. Dark vision, yeah. Okay. On perception checks. Ranash, I sent you a question. Hmm. Just checking on something. Yep. You can? Yeah. Okay. That's odd. It's supposed to be... Uh, okay. Well, how spells? No, it's not us. That's critical role. TM. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be, um, it's supposed to be hidden. Can you and let me let me let me do this. Let me refresh. Maybe it needs to be refreshed. Try refreshing your page and see if you can still see it. So I might have to go out and change a setting for this. Gone. It's gone? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Can everybody refresh uh, the album page? Sure. I don't know. I don't know it's, no, it's just moved. <laughs> it's Oh, it's moved? Yeah, it's on the end there. <laughs> Okay, but you can still you can still click on it and yeah. see. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Uh, I yeah. am going to do something really quick and see if I can fix this this way. Woo! Disappeared. Yep, got rid of it entirely, because if it's not hidden from you guys, then there's not much point in that. All right, I'll uh, have to look into that extension. Anyway, uh, coming back to it now. Uh, so, the Cuprin, that's everything you're doing? Yep. Or it, it's Cuprin, isn't it? Cuprin, yeah. Cuprin, okay. Well, I always say Cuprin, like a cute doll. Yeah. Sally. Okay, so when you did this so that it's dim light, how does it affect your allies? It it will be like dim light. Okay. It's dim light, yeah. So they, your allies are similarly affected by the dim light just like anybody else without dark vision yep unless they have dark vision okay so sally it has gone suddenly dim in the area well great uh okay and uh i guess ours is going to have the same issue so yeah Cuprin would notice that although it is dim light, Sally, for some reason, seems to be well illuminated. Um, no uh, mechanical effect, just she's shiny. Uh, and shiny Sally is going to come around Cuprin and try and get eyes on whatever's in these tents or coming out of these tents. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Go right here, there. Okay. Can she see anything in coming out of the tents? Motion? Uh, not yet. All right. If you want to ready an action. 35? No. We're going to go all the way out here. 35? Anything yet? No, you're not. Uh, the flaps and stuff are closed on the tents. So. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah, uh, you're not... instead of that. Move straight up to this one and throw the flap open. Okay. Uh, throwing the flap open, you spot uh, this creature inside. Um, it appears... Somebody move something? No. Okay. Um, it's covered in like greenish skin. Um, the head is 
a bit odd or alien looking, and it's got long, long limbs, long mm. arms, etc. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, so, uh, because Sally's currently, well, doesn't know how long those arms actually are, but currently, you know, more than five feet away, uh, flips a dagger out and throws it. Okay. Come on. What are you doing? Huh. Okay, that's weird. Just a second. D&D Beyond is doing something stupid. Uh, it is a small creature, I will say that. It's not okay. uh, It's not a medium-sized creature. All right. I think I might have reloaded it properly, so I think I'll be all right. Okay. Yeah, no, I got... Okay, so that's uh, 17 to hit. Uh, I do believe that hits. Hang on. Let me check. Pretty sure it does. It does. Okay. Uh, so that's some stagger that's going to be seven points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, yep. And then, um, uh, irritated and a little creeped out, we're going to go ahead and spend a key point. Okay. And, uh, the golden eyes flash brilliantly bright as the sun and... Two little darts of radiant energy flash out, and we're going to make two ranged spell attacks with the sun bolts for the first time. Yay! <laughs> nice. Okay. So, Is that oh, a bonus action? Uh, as a bonus action, I can, uh, I can either use it as an attack or any of my extra attacks. Or as a bonus action, I can spend a key point and attack twice with it like a flurry of blows. Okay. So uh, that's a 10 and a 12 to hit, however. Uh, Both miss. Yeah. Okay. So lashes out, says, ah, I see. Last bit of movement, five feet back. Um, And then whisper back to Kuprin. Uh, little, green, creepy, not familiar. Um, <laughs> Sally, you in your turn there. Cooper's going to give you five temporary hit points. Ooh. Yeah. Anytime a creature ends their space, I can choose to grant them a benefit. So it's not a reaction or anything. It's just when they end their turn in the space of the sphere. Okay. Yeah, there's there's nothing left for Sally to do. So. Okay. Uh. God. Why is it not coming up and showing me what I want to see? 
Somebody sent a message. And the cat meows at familiar. <laughs> okay. Was there another message posted somewhere? I heard the blip blip from Discord, but I'm not seeing anything. Okay. That means next up is the individuals. Uh, all right. So first up, I'm going to take these in uh, letter order. And this is why I was wanting to look up visibility so I could see exactly what fucking dim light does. Damn it. Where's it at? I got you. Um, dim light is what's it called? Like? Shadows. It's called. It's like a shadow. So uh, dim light is usually a boundary between a source of bright light and a torch. Blah blah blah. Uh, that one is for lightly obscured. Okay, lightly obscured. And so that's disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on sight. There we go. That's what I was looking for. I have to start keeping some of this stuff available working with you because you fuck around mm-hmm. with the lights. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Right. So, really nothing that we need to worry about in this combat. Okay, cool. That answers that question. I shall come back to here. And uh, coming out of uh, the tent on the left, what's there? Okay. Uh, Lap goes open on this one. And this guy appears. It's to there and will make um, some attacks against Sally. So, these arm-like, almost like tentacles, uh, flash out at you. Don't threaten me with a good time, buddy. <laughs> uh first attack roll is a dirty twenty. Absolutely hits. Second attack roll is only an eleven. Absolutely misses. Okay. Uh all right. So you take seven points of piercing damage from the tentacles. Okay. And you are grappled. Okay. You are restrained. Your speed becomes zero. Your attack rolls against the creature that is grappling you have... uh, No. Uh, Any of your attacks have disadvantage. Mm. And you have disadvantage on dexterity save. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, 
that's that one. Uh, the one that you had already attacked, I'm going to go ahead and pull him out. Five, ten, and he will make similar attacks. This can only end well. Okay. Um, I would say that... Shit, Iris can't see you. Sorry. So she can't yeah. use silvery barbs. Yeah, she can't see That's you. That's fine. Because uh, that is a natural 20. Okay. For that first attack. Uh, luckily, I mean, their damage dice are pretty small. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, yeah. Even at a crit, because I rolled two fucking ones. <laughs> so five points of critical damage. Classic. Okay. Uh, second attack is um, a 14. Uh, That does miss. Okay. And last but not least, there is one other individual uh, who steps out of this tent. 5, 10, 15, and also makes attacks at Sally. Okay. First one is a 23. Um, six points of damage. Okay. And yeah, I'm hitting on the first and always missing on the second. Now you are grappled by all three, three of these. Yeah. 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 So there's, yeah, you have to, yeah, escape three times. So. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, that reminds me of that bachelorette party with that gin. Oh, knew, I knew it! I knew it! I was waiting for it. Um, okay, so <laughs> Iris, what the fuck is Iris gonna do? Um, six. Oh dear. Okay, well, uh she's going to give you a bardic inspiration. Oh, lovely. And I'll have her do a vicious mockery at a uh let me look that up. <laughs> it's a wisdom save that they have to make. Okay. Wisdom save, wisdom save. Uh, he did not. So she does the damage of uh two points of damage to A. Mm-hmm. And disadvantage on his attacks. Yep, on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. So it gets disadvantage. All right, so it takes two points of damage on A. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she's done her thing. Kufrin, you're up. Uh, at the end of Iris's turn, she gets eight temporary points with her being within the Twilight Sanctuary. 
Um, and yeah, it's going to be Cooper's turn. Okay, he's going to see the situation unfolding. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Seeing that they're distracted by Sally, um, and is going to get in position. Learning. There's a lot to eat there. <laughs> yeah, learning, learning uh, Sally's moves. Uh, the protege is going to attempt to assist the master, uh, and he's going to make an unarmed strike at uh, A. A, yeah. Okay. So for the first, that is a natural twenty-one. Four. Is that Six bludgeoning. Natural twenty. No, 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 no. Four twenty-one. Okay, yeah, you confused me with the natural twenty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, this is twenty-one uh, with. You should be Okay. And is going to do a second unarmed strike as a bonus action for a dirty 20 for five bludgeoning damage. Okay, you kill him. Uh, as he runs up behind, he's going to smash it in the, in the, the lower back, feeling like the, like hitting in a lower uh, back area. And as it, reels in pain it's gonna he's gonna grab the head and try to like break it like a you know a neck snap from behind but this thing looks <laughs> uh rubbery <laughs> from these tentacles and stuff and it's just gonna try to like pull it off of sally as it drops as it drops okay well i don't like that too. dead marker no yeah i don't like it because it's it's over the head of uh the dude but yeah it's it's I don't like it. I think I'll use my regular one for deads because that doesn't come up good. 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, he's going to step a little bit here. Um, pulling attention away from Sally if possible. And since we have it up, I'm going to do Twilight Sanctuary. And I got more, so I got eight temporary hit points now. Yeah. Superseding the four. Always good. Yep. Mm. And that will be uh, Cooper and Scope. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, Allie. Yeah. Yeah. So all attacks are at disadvantage, huh? Uh-huh. Well, unless you want to try to escape. No, Sally's going to try and throw a whole bunch of attacks at B. And hope for the best. Okay. With disadvantage. So attack number one is a nine to hit. No. Which does not hit. Uh, attack number two is a eight to hit, which does not hit. No. Yeah, and that's it. That's uh, that's all Sally's got. Okay. Sally could basically waste her action trying to break two grapples or take a risk and try and throw some attacks out. That's yep. what she was thinking. Yep. So... Um, B is going to, uh, 
use Oh my god. Uh One of those attacks that hit you was a critical. Mm. Uh so it didn't just plain old grapple you. It has grappled you around the neck. Oh, so okay. You currently can't breathe or speak until Oh. Yeah. Okay. So until all you of get my him off you. Yeah, so the clever one-liner about the uh, the bachelor party, we're just going to say that that didn't come out. That so you guys didn't head. hear that great joke. Yeah, That was in your head. Yeah, I just read that a little bit. If the attack is a critical hit, the target also can't breathe or speak. <laughs> Yay. Um, all right. So, but you've got a prob- probably a pretty good con. So. Um. Not as much as you might think. Uh, B is grappling with the one, so it's just going to uh, attack you with the one tentacle. Uh, that's an 18. That hits. For a further six points of damage. Okay. Um, And C is also going to attack. Okay. With the tentacle that is not grappling. For okay. 23. That's going to hit. For six more points of damage. All right. Sally's down. Yep. Okay. Wait, that hold means... on. Okay. Did she get any temporary HP at the end of that last turn? No. I think oh, yeah. Her turn, it... her turn was. No, he. I could give it to anybody at the end of their turn. So oh, yeah, okay. technically, sorry. Yeah, y'all. Throw... I was trying to make it a an actual rollable thing. So give me one second. I can go ahead and roll it for you really quick. Sorry. In uh, yeah, sure. in Albear. You get eight. Well, I made an actual roll for it now. So you get eight temporary hit points for that. Okay, you had okay, two yeah. left. You took. Uh, I had ten, so you had ten, so you're at four. Yep, that's correct. All right, so yes, yeah, Sally's still up. Four hit Sally's points. still up. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Not speaking. It's obvious that one of the tentacles is wrapped around Sally's neck, and it's, it's, it's. Piercing damage, too. So it's got, like, spikes or something on the tentacles that are digging into your flesh. It is not a pleasant experience. Like having a dog collar. Like, yeah. She's furious because she charges for this kind of shit. <laughs> um. Okay. That brings us to Lockheed. So Lockheed is going to earn her keep. By um, she doesn't want to get close to these things. So, um, she is going to do a healing word at second level as a bonus action. Did you use your bardic inspiration on any of your attacks? No, because at the time it wouldn't have done enough. Okay. Those rolls were all low enough that I didn't want to waste it. 
and you receive 11 points of healing. Um, and as her action, she Little will do tip to Lucky. Because, uh, yeah, she can only do the vicious mockery. So she will do that at uh, B. And it has to make a wisdom save. Wisdom save, wisdom save, wisdom save. Failed. Okay. And where is my encounter build? Oh no, I need I need her to roll that. How much damage does she do? Three. Not bad. That's against B. Okay. Uh, Cooperin, you're up. Who, which one, which tentacle looks like it's the one wrapped around Sally's throat? I believe it's C, because I think C was the second one I rolled that hit, and it was the critical. Okay. Yeah, Cooperin's going to move around that way. Oh, uh, not going to give any temp HP to Iris. They haven't been hit. Um, uh, it's going to go around to C to try to break Sally free. Going to make uh, another unarmed strike for a an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 does hit. Right. Five bludgeoning damage. Okay. Still up. Going to make a but bonus action. Ain't Benishil is dead. Uh, 22 to hit. Wow, you're doing good on your attack rolls. For another five. Okay. Bludgeoning damage. It is dead. So uh, the tentacle loosens around your throat, Sally. My safe word is pineapple. (laughs) Why is everyone's safe word pineapple? It was a ridiculous word. Um, and Cooper's going to set up here, set up shop, knowing Sally's probably going to throw some punches. Yep. Yeah, because that gives Sally the ability to do a straight roll. Yeah. Yep. And you've still got the bardic inspiration. <laughs> well, um, you know what? We're going to use it. It's a 1d6, right? Yes. We're going to use that because a 12 ain't going to do it. 16 to hit. Wow, that's just what you needed. (sighs) Bam. So that's four points of damage from the backhand. That's the bonus action because, you know, I'm just kidding. No. Then bonus action hit. 21 to hit. Okay, they both hit. Have you rolled any damage? Five. So, total of nine points of damage all day. Okay, it's still up. Fuck. (laughs) 
Um, but she did do that vicious mockery. So does that give it disadvantage? I think. Yep. Yeah. On yeah, so it's got disadvantage on its first attack, which it only has the one because it's got the tentacle wrapped. Sally. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's do an attack roll at disadvantage. Uh, which misses you? All right. That brings us to uh, Iris, who will attempt another vicious mockery. Because, yeah, that's all she's got for damage. Oh, she rolled a natural 20. Nice. Well, it needs to make a save. Oh, it's that. It's a Fuck, shit, yeah. I rolled, I rolled the wisdom save thinking it was, yeah, her attack roll. But yeah, no, it made the save. So now it's still up. We know where the DM lies. We know where they lie. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, round four. Copran. Uh, oh. Sally, uh, I'm okay. come back to it. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, uh, he'll make make his round of attacks. Seeing that the last one, Sally's looking rough. Uh, well, Sally's looking much better now. He's looking 16. much better now. Sixteen oh, is okay, good. Yeah, and he's only got one hit point left, so you've killed him. Another five. Yeah, he's just Cooper is just ripping them off of Sally left and right. Uh, should have break her free. All right, they're all dead. <laughs> and the tentacles are off. We're out of combat. You did great. Twilight Sanctuary drops. Next time, though, be careful, because I won't be around to hold them all in one place for you. Cooperin's kind of bouncing on his toes. You see he has a smile on his face. Oh, uh, yeah, all you're right. According to, um, yeah. All according to plan. You did good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you'll be fine, and I'll cast Healing Word, Sally. Jesus, for six. Sit down. <laughs> Sally is... So you, you heal six. Sally's sit down on the log. Okay. Cooper will begin to... Checking of her shoulder will begin to check through the tents. Iris, uh, he'll unravel the familiar, who doesn't have a name, Cat. He'll look at it. Cat. <laughs> We're finding anything of interest. I hope you can understand me. Uh, nope. And I'll toss it into the tent and follow him. <laughs> He'll walk with it. But... Does not understand you. Only understands Ziri. <laughs> We've had this conversation about it. We have, yep. Because it's <laughs> a mental. They can't speak. They don't understand you. So you have not made a friend today. Uh, he's going to go to the, the... What did you say, Ziri? He said he understands, or she understands that you like throwing... 
that you like. Well, what? you know, it's how any cat throwing, throwing cats. cats. You know how you oh, when you pick a cat up, you just kind of toss it. You just kind of toss okay. it to the ground. You don't throw it. It's like you just here. I mean, I. Go yeah, it, it stalks off and goes over to one of the logs and starts sharpening its claws while it looks at <laughs> <laughs> He remembers that to remind Ziri that their cat does not uh, work well with groups and will begin to investigating the tents. The, their okay. from Ziri were to smell everything and to let Cooper know if there was anything fishy. So they will start smelling everything. Mm-hmm. They're lots mm-hmm. of struggle. Will it though? It doesn't like Cooper at the minute. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So looking around the camp, um, I will say that um you do find the backpack that was discussed. Uh there's not a whole lot in it. Um, it looks like mm-hmm. they have maybe Maybe when they went in, they took most of their stuff with them, and they just left behind the tents. Mm-hmm. So they have a uh, let me here. I've got it in here. So da 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 da. Reveal. There you go. This is the map that you find. Oh. Okay. Uh, he's going to fold that up. Useful. Map of mansion. Yeah, he's definitely going to fold that up to bring to the group. Um, there is... Uh, uh, it's not written on here, but there is a notation uh, just written down the bottom. Uh, under uh, doesn't seem to be attached to anything much, but the word, and I will post this in game night because you're going to be asking how it. I just know. Grokelmar. Let's annotate right Folding that up. Um, how malleable are those creatures? Like, their tentacles, are they like squiddy in a... Do they have rigor mortis setting in? Do they feel like they have a rigidness to them? Um, let me look. Cooper wants to, just so you know, Cooper wants to attempt to stuff one into the bag of holding to show to people who are more inclined to magic, more educated in that realm. Um, the limbs are kind of rubbery, and I will... Uh... Calamari is Cooper's uh, speciality, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he is a cook. The world will never know. Fry up, boys. <laughs> oh, God. Gary um, going through the cat's memories. What the heck? <laughs> oh, she'll see it. Don't worry. 
Uh, I will post a picture of this creature. Oh, oh, the ma'am. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as a choker. Yeah. So you said they're small. They're not like medium size. They're, they're small. small creatures. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to try to stuff one of these into the bag. Um, He'll go arms first. Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. stuff one in the bag. Perfect. So I will put. The worst ventriloquism you've ever seen. You mostly like punched it to death, so there's not a, a whole lot of blood and gore. It's not like you sliced it up. So, body of abomination. Yep, aberration. But yeah, yeah, but abomination. Yeah, that works. I'll just put. What did you call it? Just for DM reference, I'm just gonna put it. We call it so you can put a choker. Yep. Put that in our bag of holding. <laughs> um, oh, God. How many weeks is it going to be before we remember to take it? Yeah. It's a funny fucking smell coming around for you. So the map had the the Croquelmar, but there's nothing else. And the other ones, it seems like they took all their other stuff as they they left. Yeah, yeah, I mean, okay. they may have, as you would, when you head in, you take your backpack with you. All right. Kukrin will make his way over to Sally and sit on the log next to them, next to her. Hand her the map to look over. How you feeling? You all right? Oh, much better. You and Lucky over there patched me up real good. <sighs> yeah. You've uh, a clear sign of how good you are. He kind of holds up his fist. Gives it a little side bump to Sally. You did well. If I had held back and not gone wandering in to go poking my head right into the first tent I saw, maybe I wouldn't have been grabbed by all three at once. Uh, That's what you're here for, right? Uh, you know, seduce and corral, if you will. Oh, that's certainly not what I was expecting, and not the dance partners I usually pick. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me check in with them. Well, Tooth, Tooth mm. Desiri, uh, we came to the camp. Ten miles. Okay, you're within ten miles. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty far. Uh, Tooth Desiri, um, or Tooth the Stars. I'm sorry. Um, we came upon the camp, ran into some creepy green things. I have a present for you and Priya when we return. See you soon. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Sally, whenever you're ready, I think we need to go ahead and uh, try to head back. We're ready. Let's get going. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, it's probably going to be it's probably going to be getting dark by the time you get back to mm-hmm. get back to the city. Yeah. Cooper will be yeah, like the other two bodies here. Yeah. Sally doesn't really want to touch them, and Sally also doesn't want to spend the night on this bluff. So yeah, that that ruined that plan. Um, 
yeah, whatever. Fuck these creatures. <laughs> Cooperin is over it. <laughs> yep. And you're going to give them a decent burial, I see. Right, proper burial. Well, I'm going to say A was the one that got stuck in the bag of holding, so there's only the two baddies. Take some of these tents then and put them in the bag of holding. They might come in useful. Uh, Yeah, we can come retrieve some if we need to later. Mark that down. Gorbin's not going to do much besides call the cat and not going to pick it up. No, if if you were to try to pick it up, I think it would. Yep. He'll go to do it and be like, okay, we're leaving. Bye, cat. <laughs> if Ziri finds you, begins to make its no, way. No, it, it can make its way back to Ziri. Yeah. But yeah, it'll, it, in fact, it will be in front of the three of you. Like, <laughs> you're getting the cat ass. <laughs> You've got the little brown eye looking at you. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. He could shit in your shoes. <laughs> Does cat find any or smell anything interesting with a no. no? No. Nope. Nothing else was there except um the backpack with the with the map inside. Okay. So I mean, it, it, likely since there's nothing here and they just left that behind, that yeah, they they were probably intending on a uh, substantial foray into the building and uh, ran into some trouble that they couldn't handle. Yep. Mm. All right. So you do eventually make it back to town and um you have absolutely no idea where we are. Yeah. Well but the tooth will lead you to there. And so, eventually we'll be able to yeah. get in range. Um you end up at a, a local tavern that has has some rooms. Uh, typical pricing. Your and uh, you can sit down and have a discussion, but I'm going to end the episode there so that Iris will be back for the next one where we do this and getting all the information. She will fully up on what has happened to this. Just as well, because you're dropping it right crazy just now. Oh, sorry. I I uh, slipped back. I I leaned back in my chair. Oh, I might okay. seem to be very oh. sensitive. Dear God. <laughs> but yeah, we'll. Uh, and we are gonna. Iris is here. We're gonna episode. call it. Let's call it and say good night. Good night. Au revoir. Au revoir. Thank you for listening. We we'll hope to see you soon.